Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. On today's episode, I have documentary filmmaker Sean Bloomfield. Uh, Sean is promoting his new film, Apparition Hill. Uh, it's, it's absolutely an incredible film. I did not know what to make of this uh, when, when I was first approached with the film. Uh, the way that I had it explained to me was seven strangers investigate the greatest paranormal mystery in the world. Um, and, and, and so instantly, just that kind of kind of drugged me into it. Um, the synopsis of, of Apparition Hill is seven strangers that journey to Medjugorje, uh, which is a village in Bosnia, uh, to investigate. Uh, there, there have been reports of, of the Virgin Mary, um, you know, appearing to people and, and being able to, you know, people have these just incredible ex- experiences, supernatural phenomenons uh, that go on there. Now, of course, granted, I came into this as a total skeptic. I left it at still as a total skeptic. By no means did the film sway my belief system um, at all. As many people know, you know, I, I don't care for religion whatsoever. But I was still intrigued by this film. And, and, and part of that was because of the way the film was put together. So Sean put out a video uh, challenge to people to, to send in and, and submit videos to them of why they should go with him on this trip to Medjugorje. And... Out of the people that they brought on, they, they had two atheists, uh, one person that was a believer, a mom that was struggling with cancer, a man with ALS, uh, a struggling addict, um, and a woman that had been questioning her faith. And, and so it was a very diverse group of people. And, you know, th- there have been, you know, the occasional cynics that say, you know, they don't believe that, you know, the two guys that were atheists were atheists. But guess what? They left as atheists as well. So it did not change their perception. But the biggest thing here with, with this film, and, and it's part of why I wanted to talk to Sean, you know, this is in our normal type of interview. We usually have comics and actors on here. But something stuck out to me about this film. And it was just, you know, the overall overwhelming of acceptance. Regardless of your background, regardless of your religious belief system, that was the greatest thing that I found about this film. And I think so much in the world that we're in today, you know, as we just see so much of the insanity brewing around, you know, the most recent election, you know, as we see some of just the insanity behind, you know, some of the people that, you know, our president-elect thinks should be in the White House, you know, people, we just keep hearing so much about the hate, and I think that this was really incredible, the way that Sean brought about, you know, the way of, of looking at each other as, you know, everybody comes from a different background and a different belief system, and how we can all still bond and respect each other's beliefs, and, and go from there, and that's the greatest message of this film. Despite, you know, whether, you know, you're a devout Christian believer, you're an atheist, it doesn't matter. We can all still get along and just not be dicks to each other, really. And, th- and that's the biggest thing. I mean, you hear me say it all the time. I mean, even on our Thanksgiving episode, I reminded everybody to not be an asshole to each other. And that's that's really a big point. <laughs> and, and I love so much of this film is about, you know, just respect and love and peace. And, you know, I, I feel like a hippie saying that, but at the same time, it's what spoke to me with this film. You know, we, do, we don't bring religion in, into the podcast very often. And, uh, and usually when we do, it's from a very cynical perspective. But I, I truly enjoyed this film, Apparition Hill. Um, it's out nationwide, so you, you can check out, you know, the dates if you're intrigued to see this on apparitionhill.org. Um, we'll have those websites up on, uh, on, on, on the mic podcast.com as well. So you can see those. Um, but yeah, it was really cool talking to Sean, you know, about the film and understanding, you know, how the film was made, how he discovered, discovered, uh, everything in Medjugorje and, and understanding about Apparition Hill. 
um, and some of his background on this. Uh, Sean is also an author. Uh, he, has, he has three books out. Um, also, uh, Mariana, who is one of the uh, visionaries of the film, uh, or in the film, she, uh, she, she wrote a book, um, and, and Sean helped her translate that. Um, there's links to be able to check out some of his work as well. Um, but yeah, this film was really, really, it, really fascinating. So, you know, and especially with some of the stuff that I've recently uh, kind of gone through, you know, losing some family here, um, it, it was kind of a peaceful film in that way. So, again, did not change my perspective at all. So, I still have no interest in religion <laughs> whatsoever. So, but it was still a very fascinating film. Um, and it's something that if, you know, you, you have, you know, an open mind, you can enjoy it and experience the film um, and make of it, you know, what you will. So, but, yeah, you know, it, it's definitely worth checking out. So a big thank you to Sean Bloomfield for taking the time to, uh, to talk with me on this. Uh, we had a little bit of scheduling mishap uh, while Sean's been traveling. Uh, he's, in New, he's in New York City right now for some of the other premieres um, of the film uh, with a few of the cast, uh, cast members as well. Um, yeah, it was, it was really fun talking to Sean. Um, so yeah, check out, check out Apparition Hill. Check out the links on the site to learn more about it um, on onthemicpodcast.com. And you'll see some of those. If you haven't listened to our Thanksgiving episode uh, with myself and Jesse and Christopher, you'll want to check that out. Uh, also coming up this next week, uh, we do have the have an episode coming out uh, with two of the leads from the Killing Season on A&E. So you're going to want to check that out as well. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode. I'm really looking forward to talking to them. I believe Jesse's going to be, uh, be joining me on that episode as well. So make sure you check that out. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope you guys are all safe after the Black Friday mayhem. Um, yeah, ho hope you guys are already having a wonderful holiday season. Uh, month till Christmas now. So, you know, it's, it's, everything gears up. The craziness of shopping begins. The massive traffic jams all over the place. Ah, you got to love the holidays, right? <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Sean Bloomfield. Go check out Apparition Hill. Florida right now is that right? Uh, no, I'm I'm in New York City. I okay. I live in Florida, but yeah, we're up here for for the uh, the run here at the uh, theater. Oh, nice. So so the film just yeah. released yesterday nationwide, correct? It was actually released um, kind of limited in select theaters. Uh, back in May, we started doing uh, private screenings, and um, in October, it, it released nationwide in um, I think about sixty theaters, and also Ireland and. Uh, Canada, um, so it's kind of you know it, it's kind of um, a grassroots thing, thing where it's like uh, building, you know, like yeah. uh, people are seeing it and then um, either hosting a screening or telling their friends to go. Okay, so now did, did you guys spend Thanksgiving then in New York? Or were you back home for that? <laughs> yeah, my my wife and kids came up, and uh, the the other filmmakers came up, and we actually went to Thanksgiving had some friends of ours that, that live in, um, I don't know, about an hour out of the city. So we had, we had a nice, nice Thanksgiving. Awesome. Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So kind of get out of the craziness of the, of the Macy's parade and everything there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so now, I was really intrigued by, by the, by the film because it's not, it's not something that I would, I would normally uh, be drawn to. So, and sure. just something when I, re when I read the synopsis of the film, so, something about it just kind of grabbed me. Where I was just like, "This, this is intriguing. I need to find out more about what this film, uh, what, the, what the entire premise is." And I was just astounded because I'd heard stories similar to Apparition Hill in the past, 
uh, when I've traveled throughout the country. Uh, I'd spent some time in Minnesota and heard, you know, similar stories of a, of a weeping uh, Mary statue that would travel the country, um, but nothing quite like Operation Hill. And and how how was right. it that you kind of stumbled upon this story? Yeah, well, you know, I wasn't at all really interested in um, anything like this uh, for most of my life. I wasn't raised, you know, religious or anything, but. Uh, you know, my mom ended up going there back in the year 1999, and uh, she she had such a big experience. It really changed her, her life um, in such a way that she immediately wanted to bring me there. So it was the year 2000 that, that she brought me there, and I was studying film and, and creative writing at the time and uh, at, at college, and I just remember, you know, at first it all seemed very, very strange to me, but then... Uh, there's just something about the place. It's like a. It's very hard to describe, but just a, a peaceful feeling that seems to exist in this little bubble in in uh, Bosnia Herzegovina. And you know, obviously, the story is is very intriguing. Um, it, it sounds crazy. You know, it, even when I talk to people about it, I, I have to stop myself and say, "Oh my gosh, this really sounds pretty hard to believe." But after going there, you know, the first time I went, it really spiked my curiosity, but it also made me think, wow, something really seems to be happening here. So um, I just kept going back, and it, after a few trips, I, I realized, um, you know, how how moving the place is for other people who go there. Uh, millions of people have gone there and had big experiences that, that I guess you would say changed their life in some way. And, uh, you know, the main message is all about peace and uh I think with with the film Apparition Hill, after seeing so many people go there, I, I and and having this experience, especially people with different beliefs, different backgrounds, and in the end, they all seem to somehow bond. So I wanted to kind of do it objectively, you know, do a film that just took people who had never been there before and uh, try to get them to go um, and experience it, you know. And, and we got a really interesting group of people by holding a video contest and you know, put together this, this group of seven people to bring. And as the film goes, you know, they, they all, in, in one way or another, experience something. And uh, I think, you know, the biggest thing that, that the film captures is how the people bonded uh, through the experience. Absolutely. And I, and I think that was one of the biggest things that, that drew me to it. And I find it fascinating that you came from kind of a non-religious background to, you know, find yourself in your position now where I'm just the opposite. I came from a very religious upbringing, and now I, I don't care for, for any type of religion. But right. but when I right. read the way that, you know, kind of the entire group of them came together, I mean, with, with uh, you know, Mark and Pete being atheists, and, you know, so, I can't remember who, who, was it Rich that was the was the believer? Or was it Jim? Uh, Rich, yeah. Rich the, was, yeah, okay. Rich is um, definitely more of the believer in the group. And then, then there was Jill, who who hadn't been, you know, a, a Catholic, um, but and she had a lot of problems with, like, trying to figure out everything about, you know, this person, the Virgin Mary, that people talk about. Um, so that was kind of her journey. So she was a skeptic, even though she was, uh, I guess, a believer in, in faith. She had faith, maybe, but, but not really a belief in what was happening there. Um, so in a way, she was a, a skeptic as well. So, and then, of course, Holly and her husband, Matt, um, that I mean, Holly was she was struggling with cancer, so and then right. um, and then the the other gentleman that was struggling with with ALS that um, that you guys brought out Darryl. separately yeah. Um, fr- yeah. from their group uh, to experience it. But it yeah, was just then there was, uh, 
Ryan as well, who's uh, struggling with addiction problems. Oh yes, yes, and Ryan as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so, so, yeah, such they, a diverse we had a very group. Diverse group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was the goal. We wanted, you know, we wanted to see like we didn't want to be accused of stacking the deck by any means, you know. So we really that's the reason, one reason I I was so eager to bring not just one atheist but two. You know, I, I felt yeah. like that was important because. You wouldn't want to bring one, and then people would say, "Ah, oh, he was influenced by the others or something." So, so I brought, you know, two of them, and and I think that was a, um, you know, no, more of a challenge. But I, I'll tell you, the neat thing is they all bonded, but we also all, all bonded uh, very deeply with the filmmakers and and the cast. Um, it was it was a beautiful experience, and we still see and talk to them all the time. Uh, for example, Jill and Mark and Rich are uh, here in New York City for the for the showing of the film here and we've been talking uh doing q a's after every every uh screening um so it's really neat for the audience to hear from them uh, directly you know and ask some questions so, along with me and uh my co-filmmakers samilla and jesse and we all we all are really like a big family now so it's, it's been interesting for us as well yeah and that, I, I thought that was really fascinating how you did see people bond and, and it seemed like they bonded rather quickly as soon as, as soon as you guys landed in bosnia and started kind of you know, introducing each other and everybody just seemed at peace with each other immediately. And coming from such, you know, extreme difference, different backgrounds, you don't see that very often. And I think that's something, I mean, especially when we see so much happening, even just within the U S you don't see that happen as often as it should. And I think that's one of the things that just makes it beautiful with, with the way that they, they were able to tell the story. Yeah. I, you know, I, for me, I, I, I get upset when I hear anybody who's being dogmatic, whether it be a, a religious person or, or an atheist or, or whatever. So, so for me, you know, I feel like this film gives something to everybody, whether you are a believer or non-believer, um, in terms of just our common shared humanity. Um, and you know, I make it no secret that I I feel like something's happening in Medjugorje just based on the many times I've been there and experienced it. But I I totally respect anybody who doesn't believe it because it is such a, a far-fetched thing. Um, and I feel like we lose that. There's so much um, vitriol, so much, so much anger uh, when it comes to people's ideologies and beliefs, and it doesn't need to be there. And I think Pete and Mark and uh, the, the rest of the cast are, are great examples that beliefs don't have to be a division. Um, they can, in fact, be even different beliefs, be a, be a way to unite and, and uh, respect people and love people. Absolutely. And I mean, I grew up in Salt Lake City. And I mean, of course, religion is very, very prevalent in Salt Lake City, <laughs> and and you know, a lot of people that you know would leave the predominant religion, um, their families do kind of tend to reject them, and it's not a matter of of acceptance. And so, I did love you know the beauty yeah. there. I mean, when you see Pete and Mark visiting, you know, for the very first time and seeing the statue with the water, and you know, immediately being skeptics, but nobody, you know turned their nose at them or anything for having the skepticism instead they just you know look for that understanding of each other and i thought that that was that was beautiful and spoke to who each person individually was there yeah you know i think a big part of it too is um everybody had a good sense of humor and and so do we you know we would we always still joke around with pete and mark um talking about when their conversion is going to be when i introduce them to audiences i I call them atheists you know because they do (laughs) seem to they they seem to have faith even though they don't you know even though they they deny it so and they joke around with me just in the same way so um 
I think having that sense of humor among the cast and crew was a very helpful, helpful thing. Everybody um, was cordial, you know, and, and there was a lot of happiness and joy despite the heavy things that everybody was going through. Now, now, in order for you to kind of put together this cast, I know you mentioned it uh, a few minutes ago about, you know, you you guys did this video contest. How many people did you guys end up having submit to be able to, you know, wind it down to these final seven? It was it was about two hundred people. So, you know, the the big thing that we we looked for in the submissions was um, people who obviously weren't like they didn't write a script and were reading it in front of camera. Um, we needed people who were very I guess, uh, open, uh, honest, and um, easy to, uh, they, they, who found it easy to speak in front of the camera, whether even if it was their own little cell phone, you know. So um, that's really what we looked for, but we also obviously looked for the diversity of it. So there were so many wonderful entries, it was very, very difficult to whittle them down. Um, originally, I was only going to pick five people, but, you know, these people all spoke to me in such a way that I, I just couldn't um, not bring a couple extras. You know, now there's a, there's a certain moment towards the end of the film that I, I don't want to spoil for anybody uh, uh, listening because it's it's quite an impactful um, moment there. But but as, as as certain you know aspects of the film have gone on, I mean, how how have some of those you know stories after the fact after leaving? Um, uh, apparition hell how, how how have those you know kind of impacted some of the families of of the cast yeah you know one big important thing for us was when we finished editing we made sure to um we were very excited but also a little nervous to show it to everybody that was in the film and, and of course the families of the people um who were in the film and when we started doing that you know the first person loved it the next person loved it and they all said it was accurate and then i think Last was um, Matt, you know, Holly's husband, and also Mark and Pete. Uh, they were all, I believe, last to see it. And when they all said that they loved it and that it was entirely accurate to the story and, um, and you know, that they, they wanted to support it in every way they could, um, we felt like we had done our job right by, by remaining objective, you know. And it, it's interesting. The only bad review we've had uh, was from a person who, a, a movie critic, who actually didn't believe us that Mark and Pete were originally atheists because they do experience so much. Um, I mean, in a way, that kind of attacks our integrity. Uh, but, but at the same time, like, we can't tell, you know, we can't say for sure what their beliefs were, but they clearly say, you know, that they were atheists. And, and you can kind of look back and see their past and everything. Um, so in a way, it's almost like even the little things that they experience, I think in the cynical world we live in, it's kind of difficult to even believe that, even though they're still atheists. You know, they, they still went through quite a lot uh, during during the journey. And the beautiful thing for us, though, is that they're advocates for the film in such a big way. Uh, they're out, you know, at some of the screenings talking about it, trying to get it out there, which, uh, again, to us, it made, made us feel like we did it objectively and did it right. Yeah, and, and and it's funny that anybody would even you know ob- object to it in that nature because yeah, they, I mean they still they still remain as atheists, but even as as atheists exactly. go, I mean you can you can still have you know some type of in a sense a spiritual experience. It doesn't necessarily you know demonize that that theology of you know there is or isn't a god. I mean it just simply right. is saying that right. there's some type of force within the universe even that has made. 
you know, them feel what they felt while they were experiencing, you know, everything that happened. Yeah, you know, I, I think all of the, even they were very surprised that they even felt anything um, about what was happening there. I think the neatest thing is that they were kind of dumbfounded by it. You know, I think that comes comes out pretty well in the film. Yeah, they definitely. can't say it's a hoax, but they can't say it's a it's a true miracle. So, you know, what exactly they believe it is, I don't think they even know. Um, but there's, uh, they definitely, you know, are confused by it. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't bother them. They still feel like the main point of the film is the, the bonding and uh, the coming together despite different beliefs. And, and to me, you know, I think that's, that's one of the big points of the film too. The other, the other main theme, I, I think that's clear that runs through it is um, all of us, regardless of our beliefs will one day die, you know, and that's something that all of us have to face for either for ourselves or, you know, for our loved ones. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something that we're, we have to be scared of, you know, and I, I think the film, um, I, and I hope it, it, it's giving people some some peace about, you know, what this monumental event that each one of us is going to have to go through. Yeah, and, and I and I think it definitely it definitely does bring that, you know, to the table to, to make people think about that. I mean, from the opening shot to the way that it ends, I mean, it, it definitely makes you kind of contemplate that. And you know, whether whether people leave the film feeling you know, a, a, a sense of, you know, belief further on what they already thought, or, you know, they, they still remain a skeptic, you know, it, it still gives you that reflection to be able to look at life. And I mean, per- personally, I mean, I, I feel like I watched this at the, at the appropriate time. My sister-in-law just passed away a few weeks ago, uh, during, uh, following childbirth. And there, oh there, there was, there was a lot that kind of even, even, you know, was a comforting factor to the film in that, in that nature. Yeah, I, I, we've gotten a lot of people saying that, you know, people who have recently gone through, um, had somebody die uh, in, the, in their families or, uh, you know, a friend um, who have found a lot of comfort through the film. In fact, there's, there's a, there was a hospice doctor who, he runs a, a very large hospice who wants to start showing the film to families because he, he was so touched by it that, you know, he deals with death every day. And um, he, he finds it such a... I guess the comfort, um, the, you know, the, the film and, and the story of people finding peace uh, before their, their, their passing, I think is, um, again, it's a universal thing, regardless of it, whether you believe it or not, we can all find that peace, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and like I said, I mean, I, 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 fi- I find myself more on the side of Mark and Pete, where I don't identify as an atheist. I mean, if anything, I would say I'm an agnostic. I'm the lazy man's atheist. So, but... <laughs> yeah. I understand. But but it definitely still touched me in 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 many ways, and it's be and I, I think just like just like Mark and Pete were in there, is they they allowed themselves to be open to the understanding of it, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's the greatest yeah. thing. Where my entire family is very religious, so I I always remind them that hey, I I completely respect what you respect what you believe as long as you respect where I stand, and I think that's the the greatest thing with it is that respect and understanding. And as long as you're open to anything like this, it's there's going to be that little bit that you know may not change your mind, but it's still going to touch you in that way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, Mexico is a fascinating place. There's um, there's there's this element of the supernatural there that really is hard to understand what what's happening. But you know, I've gotten to know the the woman Mariana, the, the main focus of the film. Uh, the visionary, uh, one of the six visionaries, and she she actually has her autobiography. Um, she's written 
put her whole story together. I helped put it together in English for her. And it's, it's really amazing because she is such a normal person. But something happened to her when she was a teenager and these other children that changed the course of her life. But she's still a very normal person, except when, you know, this experience happens to her when she when she has this apparition. So getting to know her, it, it strengthened my belief that, that she's definitely not making it up. And I think even Mark and Pete kind of agree she, she can't really control it. She's not pretending to, to experience it. You know, it's just too much uh, for a person to act out uh, for 35 years. Um, but her big, her big message is really to pray for those who don't know the love of God yet. And uh, whatever that exactly means, you know, I think she, she'll say all of us are like that, you know, even religious people. Perhaps I often say especially very religious people because sometimes religion can lead people, uh, I think, away from love. And the main message of Meshboria is love. So I think it, it promotes like a healthy faith. Um, and it, it really points people to prayer, which they say points people to love. Um, and it, it's fascinating. And I, I want to keep, I guess, exploring it because so many people go there and have, have these big experiences. There are just so many stories that come out of this place that are, are I think, worth sharing. Absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, see, see, seeing her, you know, each time you guys brought brought Mariana up, up, to, the, up to the hill – I mean, you mentioned, you know, she's done this for 35 years. This is part of her life. And the way that you guys were able to capture her, I mean, if she was acting, give the woman an Oscar. <laughs> because, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, there, there's exactly, there's yeah. something about the emotion that you see in, in, her, in her face and in her eyes during those moments that, you know, who knows what, what she has seen and what, what, you know, is bringing her to that. But whatever it is, it's a feeling of peace. And that's what I think is just so yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, I've been at quite a few of those apparitions. Uh, they happen every, on um, the second day of every month. Um, she'll, she goes up to the hill, and nowadays more and more people are going there to be there. You know, a long time ago, it wasn't that so many people. But um, even, you know, some, some really uh, good doctors, scientists have done tests on the visionaries. and People can look those up online, um, and they are really interesting because they, they say that the visionaries are definitely not lying. They're experiencing something that their brains register as beautiful. Um, obviously, scientists can't say, well, it's the Virgin Mary, but they'll say their brains are experiencing some kind of ecstasy, I guess. Um, they're not on drugs. <laughs> I mentioned, you know, that people are, uh, well, in the movie, you see she's speaking, but you can't hear what she's saying. Yeah. And the scientists say, their voice box stops working in that moment, which is strange. Um, I, I believe doc, the doctors that study them say it's not something that's uh, possible as a human being to like shut off your voice, voice box. It's, I can't remember the exact term of it, but there's there's something that happens in, in their voice that just stops working. Um, and then when the apparition ends, it starts working again. So there's, there's all sorts of really interesting studies that have been done on them. A few points is something... I guess you, you would have to call it paranormal, you know, by the definition of the word, because it's not it's not um, registered under normal uh, scientific experiments. Yeah, that's I, I think I think that really is the best way to to kind of put that at, at that point. So yeah. now, now now before we before we let you go here, I mean, as, as the film you know is out, people are able to to go see this. 
where a lot of people are going to be skeptics and kind of be a cynic with it, what what would be your your greatest message to those people that are you know the cynics in the in this nature? Well, you know, I would just say have an open mind, you know, and if, if um and there's plenty of information out there about the background of our film, about the making of it, about the people in it. So if, if people are skeptical about you know the people we brought, they're all open books, you know. You can go and, and even talk to them probably through Facebook and, and learn about them and uh, see that, you know, these people did experience something about. But more than that, I, I mean, it, it, to me, it's the main part of the film is the bonding. Um, I just want people to, to see that it, beliefs shouldn't be a, a division, you know, and uh, we, we need to have, I guess, bring back love, bring back kindness. There's no reason to... Um, get so fired up about a belief that it leads you to dislike a person or judge a person. And, you know, I hope that's what everybody takes out of the film, whether you're a religious person or a non-religious person. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and like I said, I, I feel like that's that's a message that is needed more than ever in, in the world that we're in today. Yeah, definitely. So now, r- real quick, now this this is your fifth film, is that right? Yeah, you know, I made some smaller ones back um, when I first went to Michigan, and then I've made some on other subjects uh, about a similar situation that happened in Rwanda. So the three major films, I, I, I think I've made three major documentaries, and then the other ones were a bit smaller. So I made one about a place called Kibeho, Rwanda, which started in 1981, 10 years in and it, it details also the genocide and how that was all tied in. Um, the other... The last film I did was called The Triumph, and it was also about Medjugorje um, and a, a similar documentary. I, I met a young man struggling with addiction, and actually Apparition Hill has him in it. Uh, he's in his den. Um, it's kind of, there's a little follow-up um, from The Triumph in Apparition Hill. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember him there. And and you, yeah. you also, even aside from your films, you, you're also an author, and you have three three books that are out now. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. So I I, uh, I wrote a novel called The Sound of Many Waters. And, um, people seem to really like it. You know, it's done well on on Amazon with reviews and all that. And then wrote a children's book uh, about Medjugorje. Just uh, wanted to kind of tell my own kids about Medjugorje, but also just put it in a simple way because it is it, it is a really interesting story I think for young people. Um, and then I had the opportunity to help Vision and Mariana put together her autobiography and uh, she wanted to get her story out because there's so many misconceptions about Medjugorje and uh, about what the visionaries say and experience. So uh, I helped her, her get that out as well. That's called My Heart Will Try. That's, that's out now as well. Excellent. And, and people can purchase those through Amazon as well, as well as your website, uh, correct? Yeah, apparitionhill.org is the website for the film and we have links, links to everything from there. Um, and People can go to apparitionhill.org and see all the uh, showtimes and cities where the film is playing. And um, after that, they can go to uh, click on the links for all of the, you know, all of the screenings. If, if you're interested, they can, or if they're interested, they can actually host the film in their oh, cool. uh, town. Uh, that's what a lot of people have been doing. And they've been selling out because there's so much demand. Excellent. We'll, we'll make sure we have all the links for that up on the website as well so that people can check those out and, and be able to see where they can find Great. you. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we were able to get this rescheduled and be able to talk with you today, Sean. I really, really, really enjoyed the film. Uh, may, not, may not have swayed my belief, but it definitely uh, definitely uh, 
was was very warming to me, and I, and I, and I really really appreciate the film and so in so many different ways. Well, that's wonderful. And if you ever want to go to Medjugorje, just just let me know. We uh, we go a few times a year, so um, if you have that curiosity to really see what's going on there in a deeper way. Oh yeah, I I would I would love to experience that. That would that would be amazing. <laughs> Great. Excellent. Well, have have a great rest of your time in New York. Uh, I hope I hope the rest of your uh, your screenings uh, go well. Uh, tell the cast hello and, and that we love the film and and yeah, we really look forward to seeing seeing you know what more comes of it. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much for having me on. No problem. Thanks, Sean. We'll see you. Okay. Take care.